1: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hey, everybody, it's Believe Sports Business, Sports Media. I am Fred. You can email us at sportsfred at AOL.com. Sportsfred at AOL.com, along with Art Source, former kicker for the Rams and the Trojans of USC. Fight on. And of course, uh, he runs Galaxy Sports in the states of Pennsylvania, but he's lived most of his life in Southern California. Artie, welcome to the show.
0: Thanks, Fred. Great to be here.
1: How's the weather there? Because it looks where I live in the uh, Southern California Basin. It's going to pour tonight. Uh, what are your comments? Or what's going on in Pennsylvania as far as rain is concerned?
0: We had we had some great weather early this week. I actually got out and played in the golf tournament, had some fun, raised some money. And uh, and then the last two days, it's uh, it's been like Seattle. Or Portland, <laughs> you live in.
1: Yeah, it rained every single day in Portland. Even when it drizzled, they didn't count that as rain. But it rained every single yeah, day. Yeah, that was a good day. <laughs> and that was on the good day. Hey, you say you raised money. Does that mean that uh, you they bet against you? Is that what happened? Uh-huh,
0: no, no. It was basically we were we were putting together a thing for some inner city kids of the Boys Club here in the Harrisburg area. And uh, so we had an outing where we had a lot of business
1: guys and
0: you know just invited the media out and the whole shot trying to try to rumble up. Hey, it's all about the kids. You know that, Fred.
1: All right. Today, of course, Thursday, and uh, we're taping at uh, 3.54 Pacific Daylight Time on the 25th of uh, March. And that meant the trading deadline ended about uh, four hours ago in the National Basketball Association. Locally, the only deal at this moment in Another deal might be popping up if they're talking at 12 noon Pacific and a deal pops up afterwards, they count that as a legal deal. But the only one so far, Lou Williams to the Hawks for Ray John Rondo. Everybody says Rondo makes everybody better. I don't disagree there, but I think if when Lou Williams is hot, he makes everybody better too. Uh, the six Man of the year a couple of times, uh, good deal, bad deal or insignificant deal for the Clippers art.
0: Um, I got to tell you, the Hawks were playing some great basketball. Why would they want to break things up? I mean, they had, they had run off a bunch of wins in a row, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Yep, sure have.
0: You, you know, and I mean, I, they, that's always confounded me in sports, Fred. When you finally get that rhythm and you get that groove, and, and you know, you see USC and, uh, and UCLA finding that, that pattern right now. I mean, even, hey, how good did Oregon look? But in that particular situation, I think the, I think the Clippers got a good deal.
1: Uh, they gave up two second-round picks. Maybe that had to do with the Hawks uh, caving on that. Uh, obviously, they're building for the futures. Uh, but as you indicate, uh, you know, if you're let's forget the the uh, pandemic, and so let's say you can sell out uh, around America, and if you're a season ticket holder of the Hawks. You're disappointed. You're probably not as disappointed if you're uh, as if you're a season you just ticket figured holder.
0: Figured why they made the deal. Uh, just I think sec- the people really kind of fell, to fall in love with this team in Atlanta, but nobody can go to the games, so it really doesn't matter as much. You know, uh, the- I think you're going to see a lot more deals like that now that you brought it up. But here's my big question, Fred: The Lakers need some help here. If they if they don't watch out, they're going to fall back into that seven, eight, nine, ten spot. And then they have to have that playoff deal where, you know, I mean, yeah, they got LeBron and AD will be healthy by then, but do they really want to be in that position?
1: Well, the way I heard it is that uh, they wanted Lowry, but uh, to get Lowry, you had to give up uh, Horton Tucker, and they see him as a future superstar.
0: I do, too. I mean, I, I could see why they didn't want to, you know, relate with him, Um it's just it's really interesting in sports right now you're seeing a lot of different players
1: I mean you, you know let, the let NBA me just, has
0: suppressed this season to the point where Fred you're gonna see a lot of guys getting hurt
1: oh I don't question that and again folks don't count this the regular season you know they didn't play a lot of defense historically but now they're playing no defense whatsoever it's uh you know that's that that is a reality but um the other thing I want to say about Orlando yeah uh, they got rid of their top three players, and Vucevic, uh, Fournier, <laughs> and, and, uh, and Aaron Gordon from Arizona. So all and, you see
0: out there is like a bunch of white flags waving.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, it's sort of hard to, uh, I don't, that one I don't quite understand why well, you give up your top, I mean, you're one, two, and three players. I don't think uh, anybody can argue that.
0: They Folks, have any money
1: maybe that's it. Folks, email us, sportsfred at AOL.com, sportsfred at AOL.com. And uh, he's our source. I am Fred right here, Believe Sports Business, Sports Let's
0: media. baseball, baby.
1: <laughs> Baseball's here. David Price, I think you indicated this on one of our shows. You think he might be a reliever? I think he'd be great.
0: You know, every once in a while, like Walker Bueller the other day, you know, you're going to get lit up in the second or third inning. And, you know, if that happens, you need somebody to come in and a guy making $32 million being first guy out of the bullpen, I mean, he should be ready to roll, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, and he's been in the bullpen before, so it wouldn't be a total shock to him. And uh, I mean, they've got. What
0: you're looking for from these guys nowadays, anyways, four or five solid innings, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, if he's willing to do it, and again, he sat out last year, so I don't think he wants to uh, make any more enemies, uh, so uh, he'll probably accept it. And he, he said, at least outwardly, that he has accepted, if that be the case. They've got a lot of young pitchers that uh, might also do the same thing, uh, half and half, and whatever the Fred, case might where be. He
0: ranked, you know where he ranks in total salary in the, on the echelon?
1: Pretty high, very high. He's like 12. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: $32.5 million. Very high. You, you, you see the, the uh, I guess somebody put up a, uh, one of those things outside of uh, Fenway Park, you know, the big, the big, uh, signs saying thanks for sending us mookie or something
1: like that <laughs> <laughs> that's funny actually all right the the angels still have no relief pitching uh if you count uh, bundy as a the number one guy i guess he is i'm not sure they have much beyond that uh otani of Did course Bob, how's
0: Cobb so, doing uh
1: he's doing better i think than i expected to tell you the truth they're uh, coming back but otani was... stuff, Brad. I, i've
0: actually been behind home plate when he pitched against the yankees a couple times down at uh, Camden Yards, and, and I'll tell you what, the guy's got good stuff. The ball breaks down and in, you know, he moves it around, up and in. I, I like the idea he has, and uh, you never know. These guys, these guys get opportunities, and uh, all of a sudden, the Angels are intriguing to me.
1: I think somebody in the Angel organization said they may have a game or two where Tani hits and pitches. Now, that's a major problem, folks, because in the American League, you're still going to have the D.H. Okay, if he gets knocked out in the fourth or fifth inning, you're playing eight hitters against nine hitters. You think they'll really do that and play him uh, both ways in no. certain games? Well, I mean, if he gets knocked
0: out of the game, I'd just throw him over at first base and tell Pools to rest his ink and bones.
1: But they still lose, they still lose the uh, D.H.? So yeah, they're going to lose the DH. I'm
0: an old National League kind of guy. For I like double switches. I like, you know, where there was real strategy in the game. I mean, Don Mattingly took three years to learn how to do a double switch.
1: <laughs> but he was a good hitter. Uh, folks, you can email us at sportsfred at com. sportsfred at aoa.com. Of course, uh, SC and UCLA, the Lakers need some help. They didn't get Lowry. The Clippers did trade uh Lou Williams, who, again, and Rondo can't shoot, but he is a very solid player. But I would rather have Lou Williams. But most people disagree with me. Uh, uh, Artie agrees with me that uh, um, Lou Williams is a pretty good player. Uh, Okay, so we got USC and UCLA this weekend. And by the way, folks, you notice something interesting? I mean, this has to do with the pandemic, of course. Normally, we'd be playing basketball tonight in the NCAA tournament, Thursday and Friday. Now we're starting Saturday and Sunday. So in case somebody early in the week gets a positive test, they have time to uh, come back and play. I think that's the only logical I never, even, I
0: never even thought about that, Fred. That's that's intriguing.
1: Isn't that For true? Course. I mean, Thursday and Friday. What's really think...
0: funny is, is, of course, it's going to be the Pac-12 after dark again. You know that, right?
1: Yeah, late, the late night ones see, on look, Sunday.
0: look at when the SD game comes on. Right. It's like, I mean, 9.45 Eastern time on a Sunday night? Seriously? <laughs> Why don't you play those games on Friday and Saturday night? I mean, you know, I like to be up at midnight on Friday night because I'm on the radio. All
1: right, let's talk about USC and Oregon. Last time I checked, I believe uh, USC was a three-point favorite. I call it an even game. Uh, Who do you like? Who do you like?
0: Actually, um, I'm going to have to get on the Mobley bandwagon.
1: Okay, you're allowed. So you think SC will win?
0: I mean, that kid really impresses me, and I think SC has – they're on a run, you know, and and momentum means everything. But Oregon is the team that I thought just lit it up the other day. I mean, first they got the bye, then they come roaring back, and, I mean, they come after the Ducks and Altman. I like them.
1: They're fun to watch, are they not? Uh, No question. Uh, UCLA is a six, six six-and-a-half-point underdog three hours earlier on Sunday afternoon. Uh early evening in, in the, the East, points, uh right? Alabama. I don't know. I mean I think maybe UCLA's gone as far as it can go. Chris Smith we're still here. Might don't be you different. Like
0: those six and a half points? I'm sorry. Don't you like those six and a half points? I don't know. I I I am just gonna be a good
1: basketball game. I, Alabama's got so many players that can score. Hey, they're a fine defensive team. I'm not sure if UCLA's gone as far as they can but I gotta tell you Johnny Jang and, and Chavez, the last two, last three games, I mean, are just played tremendously well. Uh, but but Alabama may have more players like Fred, that.
0: Fred, Alabama definitely has a deeper team. Okay. And they're going to run, 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 and shoot, and they play great defense. But here's what UCLA found in the last four or five games.
1: They what? They
0: found their, their mental toughness and their physicality. I mean, I've noticed them grow. I don't know how you, you know, you know how young guys are. They're in their, they're 19, 20 years old. I just saw something that changed in in uh, the tempo and the uh, the kind of the, that, what is that innate thing where you call it a zone or something like that in sports? They seem like they're playing real well together.
1: Okay, but isn't part of it also that Tiger Campbell isn't controlling the ball as much because he can't shoot a lick? And I think they're better off with of somebody else controlling the ball. Your thoughts?
0: I totally agree with that. And they've been able to really, I think they've been able to dish the ball out and everybody kind of do their thing what they do best. And that's kind of what it's all about in basketball. If you put your players in a situation where they're going to get a look at their favorite shot or they're going to you know, be able to penetrate and dish, that's, that's, that's the element of great offensive basketball. I mean, you're moving and picking and, and you know, and and shooting. And it, you never know when a team gets a hold of it. But I'm real excited about the Sweet 16. I mean, look at Loyola of Chicago. I mean, they got, they got the entire Catholic Church up in arms.
1: Jeannie <laughs> was 101 now? Is that how she is? You're 124.
0: You're <laughs> as old as I am, Fred.
1: Uh, Unbelievable. Uh, you know, I think, and again, I always play a lot of brackets. This time I didn't play one because I didn't watch enough of it to – Really, have I was a strong 10 minutes. <laughs> okay, there it is. But don't you think one of the reasons that we had the craziness of the first two rounds would have been because we really didn't have a real season? And so half the guys had to sit out three weeks, and then the other guys had to sit out two weeks, and there was really well, no consistency. Was funny was
0: looking at the records, you'd have one team in there at 14 and 6, another team in there at 21 and 7. Yeah. It's like, it is, like you said. I'm going to tell you another thing. Um, I think the fact that you located in one place and you kind of kept it, you know, I mean, yeah, it's a long way to go to Purdue, West Lafayette from from Indiana, but but my point is because they were kind of in that bubble, I think it gave the lower seeds a better chance to succeed.
1: Yeah, I think I don't think this was a normal season is what I'm basically saying, and yeah. I and for the first time since I was five, I don't have the college basketball yearbook in front of me. That's what I thought of this uh, NCAA college basketball season. I think. Uh, well, let me ask you something though. You know, talking about the male female thing, female thing. How come the women? Again, folks, I hate women's basketball, so that don't even count me in this. But the point is, why Are we why going should, to get
0: the armor on me here?
1: <laughs> no, no. I'm just, I just don't like women's basketball. I told you the story about my friend Randy Rosenblum. He'd bra- right. he, when he was doing play by play for UCLA, he dragged me there. Fred, I don't want to go.
0: I'm really proud of the fact that you can admit that.
1: I didn't. I don't want to go. Have-
0: I actually like the girls because they play a little harder than the guys do.
1: You know, I asked Casey Jones that once, and he hung the phone up on me, I swear to God, when he was coaching some <laughs> WNBA club. Hey, but but the point is, they should have the right to say uh, uh, the classic. They should have the right to uh, be able to use the same terms, I think, as uh, uh, the men well, can that's use. Title, title 9, right? You know what? That was the one thing Richard Nixon did that was right. Let's give him yeah. credit for it. He uh, so- a lot, but.
0: But, you know, I mean, let's be honest. And, I mean, Dancing uh, Armor just lit up our boy Mark Emmert at the NCAA. Um, I don't know if you read the article in the USA Today yeah. about what happened. The girls didn't have the weight room set up. Yep. They're in some ballroom with, you know, drapes and everything, and a bunch press here. And, you know, the men have this amazing, like, four trucks, like the PGA Tour guys have. And you know, which I'm not sure I want to go into an enclosed truck and work out with four other guys. <laughs>
1: uh, but but they should have the they should they should have the right to use the term March Madness, no?
0: Oh hell yes! Yeah. I mean this yeah. it's all college. I mean <laughs> it is March Madness. That's the, the greatest thing. One of the great names of all time. And March Madness leads right into the Kentucky Derby. I saw where another horse went down at Santa Anita.
1: Number six, yes.
0: Yeah, this is like ridiculous, Fred. There's got to be something going on unless they're breeding these horses to the point where you know they're so powerful that the little ankle joints and stuff like that can't hold that kind of pressure.
1: I think it's astronics. Is- I think it's when the astronics took over, they changed, they fired all the the help uh, on the turf and on the grass, and now they've rehired some of them. But the point is, I think they've destroyed the uh, the dirt, and that's why I think the horses are going down at such a. Uh, Higher ratio than than before. Now, folks, listen. well, I also
0: heard on the artificial tracks, yeah, that those little those little uh, black beads kick up in their little. You know, they have big noses, and, and they you know they get up in there, and it causes all kinds of uh, long term long term things too. So yeah, they going to get back to doing everything more naturally. I mean, you know, they when they started doing the LASIKs and they, giving them this and yeah, you know, that's okay and this is okay. Now, these are horses, you know.
1: So you think that the horse, uh, they might have fought a little bit harder for the horse if the horse uh, could have uh, uh, other little horsies? Or do you think uh, it had nothing to do with the fact that the horse was a gelding? That's an
0: interesting point. I did notice that it was a gelding, too. I love the horse races. I just I just don't want to see these these beautiful animals, you know, hurt in any way. And, you know, I, I just... There's got to be something going on, and somebody ought, to, somebody ought to spend as much money as there is in that game. Somebody ought to figure out what's going on and what's harming these, these beautiful animals.
1: Folks, you're listening to Believe Sports Business, Sports Media. Email us at uh, sportsfred at AOA.com. Uh, one final question. Since Pete Carroll coached down here at USC, I guess it's a local thing. And uh, here, Here's the question. They're bringing up the name Richard Sherman to come back to Seattle. When Sherman left uh, Seattle and Russell Wilson he made some negative comments do you think Seattle was telling Russell Wilson something by saying they might bring Richard Sherman back art source what do you think
0: I don't understand that one I have no idea what the front office what they're thinking about up there I mean first of all let's be honest uh, Sherman's dumb I mean if he plays if he plays six to eight games this season it's amazing and he played on grass in Santa Clara yeah. He gets back on that turf up there with those fragile legs of his. I just don't see it, Fred. I mean Sherman Sherman ought to be happy he's on the 49ers. I mean, plus the way he treated Russell Wilson, I don't see how they're gonna be able to to coexist in the same in the same locker room.
1: I agree with you hundred percent. So I think something screwy going on. But again, folks, I think Russell Wilson that's
0: me. Hero probably playing with Russell Wilson's mind.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I think Pete's been known <laughs> to do things like that. Uh, again, Russell no. Wilson, type of guy, ever uh, Russell Wilson's the type of guy at the, uh, the, uh, charity golf tournaments. He gives away hundreds of thousands of dollars, hundreds of thousands of meals, I things like that. He's yeah, that's what I mean, I'm saying. It's a, he's a, yeah. he's not just a quarterback. He's a very nice human being. And his wife also, and uh, sort of like uh, the Kershaws down here. And so I, I hope the best for Russell Wilson, but, uh, all right, so you like, uh, before we go, you like uh, uh, Mobley and the Trojans to win, and you'll take the six-and-a-half and the Bruins against Alabama. Is that correct?
0: Yeah, and I, and I want uh, Oregon straight up.
1: And you like Oregon? You like who straight up?
0: <laughs> Oregon. You,
1: no, I thought you said you, you're going to take the— Just to
0: want,
1: win the game. Oh, so you think is going to be within three? Yeah. And lose?
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, I think Morgan
0: uh, wins on a three-pointer by Figueroa.
1: Who wins the whole thing as, as we go off? Who who wins the whole thing? Uh, I
0: believe there's Bulldogs barking up in uh, in Washington.
1: All right, so I didn't do any of the uh, brackets the first round. I did do a few for the uh, round of 16, and I've got Baylor. The final winning.
0: was Baylor against
1: Gonzaga. I got Baylor winning it most most of the time. Artie, we'll talk to you tomorrow on Sports Overnight America. And, folks, you can listen to Sports Overnight America, 10 p.m. Pacific Daylight Time, every Friday night on uh, sportsbyline.com, Sirius 217, XM 203. And you can listen to Believe by simply going to all the apps, Believe, and listen to all the shows. Artie, stay well, and we'll talk to you on Sports Overnight America. Thanks, Fred. And I'd like to thank Scott for putting this podcast together because I can't do anything with a computer. Besides that, I have AT&T, which makes it more than a little difficult. See you uh, 168 hours from right now on Believe Sports Business Sports Media. Bye, everybody.
0: For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts